What's up, everybody? Hello. Happy Friday. Happy January 28th. And I hope you are having a wonderful day wherever you are, if it's morning, afternoon, or evening. You're listening to Space Talk, where we chat about all things space. And I am your host, Athena Brensberger. Some of you may know me as Astro Athens. Uh, you can call me your in-house astronomer if you'd like. Uh, so we have a special guest interview today, and I'm so excited to have him on. Uh, we've actually known each other for a few years now um, because of his fashion brand that is all inspired by space. The brand is called Navi, and his name is Flavio Altoi. I hope I pronounced that right. You can correct me when you come on. Uh, but to give a little bit of background, he is a Brazilian graphic designer and the, fashion, the owner of the space fashion brand Navi. So without further ado, if Flavio, if you will unmute yourself and say hello to everyone that's here. Hello, guys. Hello, Athena. Thank you for inviting me. It's an honor to be here on Space Talk. Awesome. So happy for you to be here as well. Um, so I am dying to know just uh, what your background is and why you got interested in um, space and fashion, to, which then created your brand, Navi. Right. So at the beginning, um, I'm going to talk about where I'm from. Mm -hmm. I live in the capital of Brazil. That's not Buenos Aires. It's not Rio de Janeiro. It is Brasilia. And Brasilia is unlike anything else. It's a, a World Heritage Site, the largest UNESCO site. And Lúcio Costa was the urbanist who designed the city. He drew it in the shape of an airplane. So in the central area, we have the government buildings and in the wings, we have the residential neighbors, the south wing and the north wing. I live in the north wing because north wing rules. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You showed me a picture of it once before. It looks really cool. It really is like almost a bird spreading its wings. Yeah. And the beauties of the residential area are surrounded by thousands of trees it's like a forest. It's so nice to walk here. And the beauty only has six floor at maximum height. Lucio Costa thought it was good for a mom call her kids like, hey, kids, the lunch is ready. Okay, mom. So <laughs> That's so great. So it was, it was shorter floors in order for people to communicate during lunchtime. Yeah. So, so cute. <laughs> yeah. So this feature is very horizontal. And the sky, as we say, the sky is the sea of Brasilia. The sky is the protagonist in the city. Wow. Wow, I love that. And uh, have you ever heard about Oscar Niemeyer? No, I haven't. Is, is, that, is that English or is that Portuguese? He's Brazilian, but oh. he's a son of German. Mm -hmm. And he was one of the greatest architects of uh, 20th century. He, he designed the United Nations headquarters in New York. Oh, wow. So every time you see someone speaking at the United Nations, you are seeing the hall designed by Oscar. Oh, wow. And he created the beautiful and monumental government buildings here in Brasilia. So uh, since I was a child, I see the, the human power, you know, the the power that we have to create beautiful monuments but as i said the the sky is bigger so the nature is bigger than the human power 
And yeah. so I think subconscious, it all affected my way of thinking and my work. Mm -hmm. Is that what eventually led to um, you wanting to become a designer? How, how did that start? Yeah, I, I always liked to, to draw. So since I was a child, I liked to draw the space station, to draw the planets, the, the Earth maps and anything else. Mm -hmm. And about fashion, uh, I don't know for you, but I have difficult finding clothes I like at the stores. The majority are ugly with prints without sense and meaning. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's, I, I mean, I'm always looking for space stuff, you know, and, and most of the time, too, it's usually a plain T-shirt with a big graphic on it of like, you know, NASA. And, and even yeah. though that's cool, I wanted something a little bit more chic. And that's what I love so much about your collection is it's um, it's really like has this sort of clean lines and it has the symmetry. Um, so, yeah. So if, exactly. if you want to talk a little bit about those designs, I, I would love to hear about that. Yeah, so one day my childhood friend, Lucas Altov, who is a doctor in physics, invited mm -hmm. me to make a brand about science. Mm -hmm. And I love the idea because talking about the universe and about life is my favorite subject. And I, I don't like numbers, but I do like science in a more poetic way, you know? Yeah. And uh, I invited another designer friend, Rafael Maraghini, who lives in Sao Paulo, to be part of this adventure. So they, they are listening to us. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was developing the concepts of the brand, thinking about science, and what is science for you, Athena? What is science for me? Yeah. I would say it's... Um... I would say it's like a language or a deeper understanding of why we're all here uh, and an understanding of how we all connect to each other um, and how we can potentially find more life beyond what we already know and see here. It's kind of a long explanation, but yeah. um, I'd say it's, totally... it's more of a language than anything yeah. else. I agree with you. And for me also, science is, is a monkey, mm -hmm. the human being. <laughs> Trying to understand the, the environment that surrounds him, trying to understand nature and how it works, how it affects us. And what is nature? Yeah. It's, it is our planet. We are on this stage, the planet Earth, sailing through space. So the cosmic perspective came naturally when I was developing the, the concepts. Mm -hmm. And then I figured out the name, Navi which means in Portuguese, spaceship. I love that. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> and as we are in a spaceship, we have to take care of it. So that's why our brand only uses uh, organic cotton and we create uh, everything locally here in Brasilia. Mm -hmm. And you know that the fashion industry is one of the worst yeah. Which is the industry that most polluting the environment, that use the majority of the slavery today. Mm -hmm. So it's important to do things right. 
Yeah, I completely agree. I, I think that that the fact that you are now using more like organic cottons and you're making it made like in Brazil, um, that's yeah, just monitoring that because yeah, fashion is. If anyone didn't know, the third thirds, the world's third most pollutant, um, just behind the dairy meat industry. Um, and yes. then also like fossil fuels that are being burned for, for industries like fashion. Um, so it's, and it's not just to like the factories, but it's also the fabrics. A lot of them, um, aren't biodegradable and they end up going in dumps, uh, which if, if a collection isn't sold by a lot of big fashion designers, they would then discard the clothes. Um, a lot of them do that instead of donating, uh, them to, to say those who need, and when it starts to break down, the dyes end up emitting stuff into the air that is really not good, really bad pollution for the air. Exactly. Um, yeah. And that's why it's not good to buy a lot of clothes every year mm -hmm. and to buy a good quality clothes and with meaning. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So when did you start Nave? When was it born? It was born in 2019. Oh, wow, that's so soon. Okay, yeah. that was right around the time two, that, yeah. Two years. Wow. And so at the beginning, the brand was the union of design and science. Mm -hmm. Our logo is a blue circle, remembering the pale blue dot of Carl Sagan. Mm -hmm. And the philosophy of our designs is minimalism. Our t-shirts can match different types of clothing because of that. And mm -hmm. they are timeless. They have purpose. And they teach something. I love that about them. It has like an educational aspect to it. So the shirt that I have is um, an image that's from the Golden Record. And it started so many cool conversations with people like total strangers at the airport um, or even like friends when I've like done, I did an interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson online wearing yeah. it and oh, that he was I the first it. one to be like, whoa, what is this t-shirt you're wearing? Really? I'm like, yes. Yeah. He was so oh, into it. Um, I mean, he recognized the symbol because he knew about the golden record, but um, yeah. it started such a cool conversation. No, Cosmos is something very important in my life. When I see for the first time with Neil deGrasse, it was a life changing. Yeah. Did that inspire you for some of your designs? Yes, of course, because Carl Sagan uh, was a scientist that translated the numbers into poetry. Mm -hmm. So uh, I like to work with it. And, and the t-shirt is a living outdoor in the streets. And yeah. for those who know, Athena is my international influencer. <laughs> she walks in the streets of New York or Austin and people will see the t-shirts and she will talk about it. And in the end, her friends will learn something from our designs. Yeah, that's that, that's the power of fashion. And that's why um, I was so excited to just have you on Space Talk because, you know, being both of us in the fashion industry for, for so long, uh, we understand that a lot of times like it's it's a, an express it's an expression of yourself. It's um, an extension also of your creativity. Um, so with that being said, I'm curious to get into um, one of your previous collections called Lights in the Sky, um, and how that might tie with human history. So ju just a little bit before creating the brand. Okay. Uh, link it to what you said. Mm -hmm. uh, I was watching the movie Lost on Mars with Matt Damon and Jessica Chastain. Yeah. 
and and in the film they they were wearing NASA t-shirts, NASA hoodies, and I thought, oh, that represents me. I want a NASA hoodie. And then I went to the NASA website and I realized that NASA is a government agency. It's not a store. <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny because I, I bought my NASA hoodie from China. Oh, and wow. Don't yeah. get it to the personal way or the patriotic way. But mm -hmm. at the beginning, NASA was like a propaganda agency because the Soviet Union already had a, a space program mm -hmm. and the U.S. don't. So they create the, the agency and the logo has the colors of the flag. So I start to realize that it's, it's more something American and mm -hmm. not so much for the mankind. NASA is great, NASA is nice. But every, everyone is wearing NASA t-shirts, but mm -hmm. it has some political things inside there. So I wanted to, to bring something more human. Yeah, well, I think I'm going to, I'll push back a little bit on that because uh, I, I get what you're, where you're coming from because it is a government-run agency. Um, but if it wasn't for like international collaborations like the space station, um, yeah. And a lot of uh, like satellites that are launched with like in ISRO, the Indian Space Agency, or JAXA, the Japan Agency, and so many other countries, um, they work hand in hand with NASA. So what I think what's beautiful about it is it's evolved into being more of a, an international trade, like trademark. Uh, so even though yes, like you do have a point that you know it was started with a, a, that competitive sense with the Soviet Union at the time. Um, it, it launched this whole era of um, exploring the cosmos for the sake of just exploring and being curious and being humans, yeah, um, nice. which, which is awesome. Um, and so, yeah, so, so, so tied to so, your point. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, at Navi, we welcome our clients saying, welcome on board. And mm -hmm. we call them as crew members. And with our products, we want to remember that you are part of something bigger. You are a part of a crew in a beautiful spaceship sailing through the universe. And that journey is your common day by day, is your life. Since we were born, we are explorers navigating through the cosmic forests. Mm -hmm. And if, if you didn't do anything interesting today, you are part of the cosmic drama, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, our slogan is enjoy the journey. And it's not a capitalist propaganda about, hey, be happy, yay. No, it's more about experience life. Learn from bad things that happen to us. Appreciate the company, the company of our beloved ones. Read good books. And also we send letters to our customers in a bookmark. So we encourage them to explore new discoveries. Wow, that's really cool. That's, yeah. I actually, yeah, I think I remember getting in the welcome package uh, a, a note that was sort of like poetry um, because it was structured like that. And it came with, yeah, with welcome to, to the spaceship, welcome to humanity. And it was, it was really moving. I think that uh, if more brands did that, it'd be 
uh, a little more special, probably, the connection between the consumer and the brand. Yeah, I, I think this is the, the most important thing because we are person, uh, we are people selling to people. So we mm -hmm. are not machines. We, we have feelings. Yeah. And so talking about our last collection, it's mm -hmm. called Loses No Cell, which means lights in the sky. Mm -hmm. And it talks about the seven main lights that influenced humanity. And those lights created our calendar and the seven days of it. And the lights are the sun, that is the, the main light of all. The sun, you know, is God. Because you cannot see God. God doesn't have a shape. So sun is the, the principle. And we have the moon, that is the, the shyness of the, the night, is the goddess of the night. And the five planets we can see with our naked eyes. So we, we talk about science, but this, we talk about science and about nature, but also about culture, because nature influences the culture. Yeah. It does. Uh, and, and if we end up sort of like um, not necessarily eliminating nature, but I think what I what some of the, my favorite cities I've been to are the ones that have a, a combination of nature within the sort of urban landscapes of buildings, yeah, because I think that we have to always remain connected to that aspect of what it means to be human. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I, I think that having that, that connection is what's going to allow for us to advance with technology and, and humanity. Uh, and like uh, talking about the, the calendar, mm -hmm. uh, my week, my week's going to start on Monday. But do you know that Monday means moon day? And it was because of the moon and the, the shapes that changed with it. Um, yeah, the, the 20, moon phases. 28 days. So mm -hmm. it's all about the, the sky. Yeah. So after humanity discovered the agriculture, the human beings were able to do other things besides looking for food like other animals. And like looking to the sky and looking at those lights, we figure out how to set the time. We better understand the seasons, the best month to plant, to harvest. And as we were the only animal that could understand it all, we transformed those lights into gods. And of course, those gods were there for us. And so we thought about them in a human shape. And the animals exist only for our needs. And even for me, as an atheist, it was just like seven years ago I realized it. Man, human beings just another animal. We are just a product of evolution. <laughs> you realized that seven years ago? Yeah, but but wow. but for real, for real. Yeah, like I'm a serious yeah. another animal. Yeah. Just that. And yeah. I think this is this is not uh, so easy to, to figure out. Did it because, lead to... Because we live in, in, a, in the human species. We, we, we are not more in the nature. Yeah. 
did you feel like that kind of led you to sort of like a, an epiphany or like a, yeah. a, a crisis in any way? <laughs> yeah, that's the cosmic perspective. Like we are small. We are not divines. Yeah. There is no God uh, making us in, her, in its shapes. Like we are just a kind of ape. <laughs> we're like conscious. You know, we're, we're conscious biological beings uh oh but i think what's fascinating is the fact that we've been able to evolve um and i think a lot of people find comfort in thinking that uh two different ways people find comfort in thinking that that's nothing special and there's others out there on other planets that do that and then there's people who find comfort in thinking that this has all been planned by a higher energy force or god yeah i think religion is a a important tool in our develop, development mm-hmm. through history because um, thinking about something greater and that is taking care of us it was important when we were at the wild I think yeah well because also we used to have to worry about being chased by you know like by animals I mean we would live out and we would be like preyed, preyed on, um, where now we're sort of the main predator when it comes to earth, you know, like we're able to sustain life and not have to worry about, you know, we we are the main predator right now. Yeah. Um, so, um, agriculture brings us time to do other things, but also responsibility. Uh, who would be responsible for taking care of all the storage food we, we had. So we invented politics to choose those peoples mm-hmm. and also we invented money and corruption so with great powers comes with great responsibilities mm-hmm. and uh, and then i would like to talk about uh, the history of brazil can we yeah i'd love to, to and also i'd love for you to talk about how that influenced your brand navi yeah so brazil were colonized by portuguese uh-huh. And I think that the difference to the U.S. colonization was that in U.S. Uh, families came from England to live and to build the country. Mm-hmm. And here for centuries, only men came to explore the land and send money to Europe. And at the beginning, they slavered the natives, but it doesn't work because they they... They became depressed and and died. So Brazil was the country that received the most slaves from Africa. We were the country that had the largest number of slaved people in the history of humanity. Wow. It, it was huge. And all of this because of agriculture to plant sugar, coffee, and export to the world and make money. Oh, wow. Uh, So uh, how can we do a nice trip through space if the crew has so much problems? mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And so Brazil was the last country in the world to abolish slavery in 1890, almost in the 20th century. But then the country starts to receive millions of Italian, German and Japanese workers. Also, we have the largest Japanese colony in the world. 
Oh, I didn't know about that. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they take the jobs of the ex-slaves. So these uh, educated white people had much better chance than former slaves. And nowadays they are the Brazilian middle class. Most are conservative. Mm-hmm. And w- wanting to distance themselves from poor black people and get closer to rich Portuguese. Uh, while the vast majority of black people live in the peripheries and slums that we call favelas. Wow. And what, what was the, the, time, the, the time frame this was going on? Uh, in the 20th century. Okay. And so, but Brazil is a, a new kind of civilization. Mm-hmm. The country with the greatest mix, mixture of peoples in the world. Yeah, uh, we have a different way of thinking, a a different human. But uh, how it affects Navi, um, not only here but all over the world, uh, all over the spaceship Earth, we need to understand that we are all the same, living the same experience and anguish. We need to remember that we are a species of ape that evolved through cooperation and not by competition. And that's the the philosophy I want to show people with my brand. I have a question about, you said we've evolved not through competition. So what do you say then about natural selection? Um and sort of this argument that competition is actually what pushes us towards innovation and advancement in humanity. Yeah, that's the nowadays philosophy of capitalism. Uh, but is it though? It's it's yeah. actually a scientific philosophy. Going back to Darwinism, I mean, if it wasn't for, I mean, I'll just use giraffes as an example. Uh, it has nothing to do with humanity necessarily. Uh, we've taken it to the next level, but with giraffes, every giraffe you've ever seen, how how long is their neck? Is it really long or is it short? Most of them, I mean, maybe we've seen a short enough, kind of short neck giraffe, but there used to be a whole population of giraffes that had really short necks. And what ended up evolving was based on the competitiveness. Those who had the long necks were able to reach the food that was further, didn't share the food with the the shorter neck giraffes. And eventually that population died out, passing the gene of the long necks onto future generations. So this is been around for a while. And and I personally believe that competition is a healthy aspect when when used in a uh, wise way to help move uh, humanity forward. Um, I I understand. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're right. But when we see the history of mankind, um, when you see natives from Australia or from Brazil that has a, a ancient culture, mm-hmm. you, you see that people share the food. So uh, when, uh, when I have food and you, you don't, mm-hmm. I share it with you. And tomorrow when I, I don't have food for me, you, you share it with me. Mm-hmm. So we evolved like that. But after agriculture, we, we start to, to store the food and mm-hmm. some people get more and we become more selfish and it developed to, 
to the competition we have today. But civilization is not competition, I think. Civilization is uh, going further together. Mm -hmm. Do you think we'll evolve to a point where almost that, that negative uh, like experience of competition causing starvation amongst huge populations was a component that actually humanity ends up overcoming and is able to, if you were to project like in the next 500 years or even let's say 200, 300 years, do you think humanity would actually have needed that, you know, horrific experience in order to learn from it to then grow from it and evolve to a now better state of using the applications that we ended up uh, developing because of the competitiveness and now being able to sort of return to our roots of like you were mentioning, like more of the, like, yeah, the, the locations of uh, more like, like really rural, like uh, native people are able to actually work together and share food together. And I do think that this still happens even in, um, more industrial locations and more civil, like, I guess, like different locations, basically. Do you think uh, point is, do you, we would evolve to that point one day? I hope so, but I'm not optimistic about the future. Okay. Because that's the problem. Like global warming, it's, it's about competition. We're not thinking about share the land with our children. We are just thinking today about my money and uh, we will keep polluting, you mm -hmm. know? And, and that's, that's why it's important to not uh, genocide the natives. Like in Brazil, we are destroying the Amazon forest and there are some natives that you're going to be disappear in, in, in the next decades. But wow. it's important to to keep these cultures that we we can remember that it's possible to live um, it's possible to live sharing things and, sharing yeah. food and to respect nature yeah like in harmony basically in harmony yeah exactly that's the so word. that that's like what you're looking for so that's basically what you're conveying with with navi with um, your brand exactly let's respect yeah. Uh, our spaceship earth and let's respect all the kinds of life that's i love message. that that's so incredible um if anyone is curious by the way while you've been listening to this wonderful in interview by the way thank you flavio for what you've shared so far um if anyone is curious to check out um the website it, it, it is in portuguese uh, but you can definitely still look at the designs yeah, our I website is pensinavi which means Think the the planet as a spaceship, something like that. Yeah, um, and it's spelled P E N S E N A V E dot com. Uh, yeah. It's it's awesome. I I love the designs, um, and I will also share them in the caption after we publish this episode for the links. And I will also share in my Instagram if anyone wants to head over to that. Um, so I'm curious, um, how do you feel Flavio about opening this up to the listeners to see if anyone has any questions? Okay, let's go. All right. So if anyone wants to call in, um, I'm going ahead and opening that up now to anyone who might want to ask a question. 
um, feel free. Also in the bottom right, if you want to send any of those uh, emojis through, if you like what we're saying or you agree with anything, uh, feel free to send maybe a rocket ship or something like that. Um, I'm going to give everyone maybe a 15 second, uh, buffer time. If I'm going to play some music, uh, if we want to give everybody a moment to call in. Um, so it's a good time. Also, if you want to take a break and drink some water, awesome time. Um, and everyone, if you want to think of a certain question, you have about 15 to 30 seconds of some music to think of it. Let's jump back into this awesome conversation about everything from space to history to Brazil to politics and human evolution. Um, This has been such an awesome, just personally, I feel like it's been such an awesome conversation um, so far, uh, Flavio. So thank you so much for coming on Space Talk today. Uh, So let's see if if anyone wants to join, feel free to. Otherwise, Flavio, is there anything else you maybe wanted to share with anyone? Uh, we did share your website, so um, people can do that. Maybe the Instagram page or anything you have coming up soon, like a new collection maybe? Yeah, our new collection is we're going to talk about um, the first picture of the Earth <gasps> in the 60s. Uh-huh. And a famous Brazilian musician, Caetano Veloso, and he was at the prison by the Brazilian dictatorship. And he, when he saw this picture, he created a beautiful music. So we're going to create a, a collection from this music. That's incredible. I just did a quick Google search of the first image of Earth. Um, and is it, it's a black and white image. Is this... Uh... Do you know what it is that took it? Was it a lunar lander? Uh, no, it was like a orbital spaceship. Okay. This is really, really cool. If anyone hasn't looked that up yet, um, that's, a, that's a sick image. How are you? You don't have to share it now because, you know, of course, we want to leave the surprise open to those uh, yes. who are going to be purchasing the shirt. But there's any... Um, I don't know, any hint or um, tease uh, way to sort of maybe let us know how the design looks, um, what would you say? Uh, it's going to be more uh, phrases in Portuguese. Okay. And, and something graphic, I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be chic, as always. <laughs> it's going to be chic and minimalist. I love it. Yeah. Um, and in and... case... If mm-hmm. anyone wants to buy some product, can send us a Instagram message, mm-hmm. and we you can purchase there. Awesome, um, and I will make sure to attach that link in the caption for this episode. After, uh, by the way, so if anyone does want to do that, you could always um, 
You can send DMs here on Colin as well. So you can either send it to me or to Flavio. I'll make sure to get you guys in contact uh, if you guys want to order anything. It's so cool looking. Um, and he was telling me earlier that you can do international shipping. So wherever you're located, we can do that. But it will have to be a probably just yeah a personal order through yeah. a message because um, exactly. the website's set up for Brazil. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, um, thank you for coming on. It looks like we don't have any um, anyone who has any questions as of now, but in the future, you guys can always leave a comment on this episode once it's published. Yeah. And I can answer. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're you're on here now, so you can always message. Hopefully, you start your own podcast too. That would be super cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much again for coming thank on. This you has so been much great. For inviting me, it was it was great, Atena. You are such a a interesting person and I love it to talk with you. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Well, um, thank you again. And for everyone who's listening, uh, tune in next week. We're going to go over our uh, different space events, what's going on in the night sky for the first week of February. And this episode will be published um, probably later today. So once again, thank you all so much. Make sure you get out tonight, look up at the night sky and always remember to look to the stars at Astra. Thank you, crew members. Thank you, crew members. I love that. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>